0: I don't really care, do you? Was the message painted on a Zara coat worn by Melania Trump in 2018 on her visit to migrants detained on the Texas-Mexico border. While its meaning was hotly debated in the world of 2018, it was certainly a moment in the sun for the word care. Outside Trump world, care is a blossoming area of research and a conference this week at TUD looked at ways care might be integrated into our understanding. Understanding of everything from science fiction to politics, education to heritage and climate change. One keynote at the event came from the Irish scholar Kathleen Lynch, whose most recent book, Care and Capitalism, looks at how our economic order edges out care and how we might coax it back in. file asked Catherine Lynch if this more widespread attention paid to at least the word care might come with harms.
1: or language can become co-opted. That is the problem, and what happens is the language becomes colonised, like, like the word diversity now, it really is colonised. And in a sense, when it goes out into the ether, you can't control that. You can contest it, you can disagree with it. Indeed, that's part of what happens in cultural practice care is a dangerous word because it can often be used to justify domination patronising people especially people with disabilities have huge issues with the word care which I totally respect I I think there is that danger in it so there is a dark side to care which I'm absolutely aware of we saw it ourselves in the care of people in you know in the Magdalen laundries and and, uh, industrial schools which was far from caring but it was done in the name of care so that's always a danger with any concept that would be Misappropriated. I think we have to accept that and challenge it when it happens.
0: As a kind of area of uh, research and and uh, an academic discipline, where are the roots of care? As you say, it's not something that arose with the pandemic. Even if people began to focus on it more,
1: research on care began. I suppose it has really been the feminist scholars who have led the way on care as a concept. That isn't to say it didn't exist in other forms and in other contexts uh, prior to that. But in terms of the scholarly work on care, certainly in the social sciences, it has been led by people, economists um, like Nancy Fulber, the philosopher, I suppose political philosopher John Tronto uh, in the social sciences, Arlie Horschild. There are many people, uh, Eva Kittay, Donna Haraway. She would be a person from that field who has had quite a significant impact on highlighting the interdependencies of the human condition and how, in fact, our relationship with nature has an obligation to be a caring relationship. So I think there's a whole new debate internationally about care as an ethic that should inform our scholarly work. Especially uh, the whole ideas I was talking about today of thinking with care. If we thought about things through a care-related lens rather than through a dominance lens, or though a profit-making lens, we would think about things very differently. But if we got up every morning and we said, okay, what can I do today to help other people to make the world a better place? That's very different from saying, how can I advance my career? How can I make more money? How can I get control of some market for my product? It's a completely different way of thinking. And we need a new kind of hardwiring of the human condition into a care consciousness.
0: The kind of I- idea of care as a way of looking at uh, social practice in general is, is kind of one aspect of what's happening here. But there is this other idea, you know, there's a there's Zizek idea that it's more, it's easier to think of the end of the world than the end of capitalism. But care in your uh, reference is a way for thinking of the end of capitalism.
1: Absolutely. I mean... I you know have written a book as you know on care and capitalism and in it I argue that we need to replace the logic of capitalism which is profit led and accumulation led with a logic of care now that sounds so simplistic but it is hugely important a, a idea at the same time because if we start to think of our actions every day as an individual level and how we care for one another or how we do not care how we are enabled or not enabled to care. Uh, How, for example, I thought was very interesting during the pandemic, one of the things that people learned was how much time they spent commuting. And people began to realise how much time, in some senses, they wasted sitting in cars, going places, time they could have spent with people they really wanted to be with rather than travelling and commuting to work. Now, some people have to commute. I'm not saying that... can all end or anything like that but it's because we built houses that are too far away and people can't afford to buy the houses or apartments that or they can't they won't get um, you know state-provided housing or social housing and so they end up in these long commutes often on low wages and they have no time they have no time to care for themselves they have no time to care for their families they have no time often to socialize they're too tired at the end of the day and i think that that whole issue uh, arose in the pandemic and I suppose that's what care and capitalism is about it's saying how does capitalism as a, as a mindset as much as a practice undermine care
0: Is part of it the fault of the media because one of the points that's come out a few times today is that we we do kind of Describe our world as neoliberal, and productivity and personal fulfilment are its goals. Whereas there is this other activity going on, and, and maybe it's ignored by people like me. Maybe
1: yeah, maybe that's true. I think that to some degree is true. I often am critical of the mainstream print media, and my own head, like without talking about it much, and maybe a television media. I often think, do they get people at all who read outside? the dominant paradigms of the UK, Ireland and America? Do they not read what happens in mainstream Europe? There's a lot happening that is alternative. In the economic area, for example, there are loads of cooperative banks in Germany and in in, in Italy. Like... Why are we so insular? And I think it is, I I, I often think there could do with people who are critical sociologists in a lot of these areas. Well, I'm not saying because I'm a sociologist, but people are critical thinkers and who go outside the dominant paradigm. And the other thing I don't accept, people say, oh, people wouldn't understand, that's ridiculous. People wouldn't, they only want to hear the familiar. People are really interested in new ideas.
0: If anybody's interested in what we've been talking about here, you have sort of crystallised a lifetime's work into, into the book we have on the table there, Care and Capitalism. What, what do you hope will happen when people have that in their hand?
1: Well, I'll hope... I'll tell you what I suggest is if people aren't academics, you know what you should always do, and I often do this if I don't know the field myself, I go to the back and the index and I find words that are key that interest me. And I pick them out and I read those sections. Like, there is a chapter on time, for example, which I think a lot of you would find very relevant for the world in which we live. There's a chapter on animals, violence against animals, and, of course, on love. There's a chapter on love. What is love?
0: Kathleen Lynch there at this week's Techné Logos and the Neganthropocene Conference at TUD, more of which in the coming weeks. And if you'd like to get to work on the index, Care and Capitalism by Kathleen Lynch is in the very best bookshops.